Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Born Yesterday, a new podcast experiment in which myself and Andy Barr Hello have been cloning ourselves. Oh, yes, 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 Alexander, we have. We have been cloning ourselves, and we have been engaging in a little devious experiment with those clones. The clones have been given 24 hours in which to familiarise themselves with three things from the entirety of human experience. We invite special comedian guests onto the show to get them to explain to the clones other things on the basis that those clones only understand three things. And on this episode, the clones have had the opportunity to familiarise themselves with the following things. Aladdin. The clones are familiar with Lyca the dog. And they also know what a Sony Walkman is. Andy. Yes, sir. You find yourself in a cave of hidden treasures on a plinth lit by starlight. There is a magic lamp. Mm-hmm. You rub the magic lamp. A genie pops out. He's exciting. He's interesting. He's funny. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I want from a genie. <laughs> not one of those absolute dullards that emerges no, from no. the lamp. Most times I rub it. He's not a deadpan genie. No. He comes out. He does probably too many impressions. Yeah, he's 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 yeah, he's doing a he's doing a five minute open mic set maybe six years ago. Yeah, he's got a Schwarzenegger. He's got a walking. You get the impression he don't say anything that he might have had a cheeky bump before yeah. he came out of the lamp. Damn, this guy's wired. <laughs> and he says to you, Andy Barr, thank you so much for freeing me from the lamp. My pleasure. You can have three wishes. Yep. But there's several rules. Number okay. one, I can't kill anyone. Yep. I can't do that. I'm a genie. Okay. Number two, I can't make anyone fall in love with you. Yep. Number three, you cannot wish for infinite wishes. Yep. And number four, all of your wishes 
have to involve um, BBC presenter Hugh Edwards. Right. What are your three wishes? How lengthy can the wishes be? They can be quite lengthy. Okay. I wish... Don't kill anyone or make anyone fall in love. I wish that the BBC presenter Hugh Edwards... Yes. ...had 400 extra wishes... <laughs> no. Which he was of a mind to donate you, you, to me. You may not wish for extra wishes. Andy. You said infinite wishes, didn't you? I said extra wishes. Did you? I think so. Oh. Regardless, you're splitting a hair here, and you know it. Yes, but obviously, the you know the the crux of of my point there mm. uh, would you, would have been completely demolished if I'd you know remembered what you said. You're trying to defer to Edwards, is what you're trying to do. I'm trying to use Edwards as a fucking vehicle to secure me more wishes but not infinite wishes well the genie's wise to this he does a a quick impression of jack nicholson to explain that he's on top of what you're on top of your schemes right okay uh they've all got to involve hugh edwards they've all got to involve hugh edwards obviously he cracks out his own edwards a couple of times while he's explaining the rules i wish that um and you know rodney dangerfield i wish that hugh edwards had a um Really nice uh, Fender Jazzmaster. Yeah, that he wanted to give to me. <laughs> yeah, that's you can have that. Yeah, <laughs> your, your, your wish is my command. That was you can't be saying that. <laughs> that was the noise of the wish happening, Andy, and you know it is. <laughs> it just it took you a little bit by surprise. That was an onomatopoeic sound. You awful, awful man. Oh, none of this can make the cut. Yeah, it can. <laughs> he does. <laughs> the teeny does a quick impression of Danny LaRue, and then you get your... Who's that? You get, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm worried about it now. <laughs> you, get, you get your wish. Okay, you've got two wishes left. Right. Yeah. Hugh's, Hugh's rocking out. Mm-hmm. I wish that Hugh would um, donate his salary and pension to me in perpetuity. You can do that. Yeah. Hey, Andy. It's happened again. (laughs) The genie. (laughs) I really don't feel comfortable with the genie's manner of confirming wishes. It's an onomatopoeic sound. (laughs) That you have applied a different meaning to. The genie is persisting with it, and I don't (laughs) think that it's necessary in the face of my clear discomfort. (laughs) It's just a noise, Andy. He he cracks out a quick David Letterman, and Edwards' fortune is yours. You have one more wish. Right. Uh, uh, Maybe I wish that Hugh Edwards had a... um, Maybe a funny pet, a funny pet that could that he wants to donate to me, right? That I can um, do videos of and sort of leverage for content and fame. Sort of like a grumpy cat situation, something like that. Yeah, but I wouldn't adopt the grumpy cat naming any scheme. <laughs> You wouldn't no, no, notice I wouldn't. a trait in the animal's personality and then identify it purely by that. Ah, you're unfamiliar with 
Grumpy Cat's real name. What's Grumpy Cat's real name? It's a slur. Oh, God. Grumpy Cat's dead, isn't it? Grumpy Cat is now dead. Yeah. That little bigot's in the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I didn't know that about Grumpy Cat. Mm. Um, Maybe we should briefly explain what Grumpy Cat is. Grumpy Cat was a... The internet's favourite cat. There's a cat that looks grumpy. Yeah. um, I don't know whether it um, had some sort of genetic... uh, Is it genetically grumpy? Yeah. Okay. It's a real sourpuss, but it's not its fault. Okay. And what animal do you want Hugh Edwards to have? That's, you know, cracking wise and you can make it a... Well, emus are are doing pretty well these days. Emus and ostriches. Edwards can have an emu? Yeah. Sort of wise cracking emu? Well, it's not, I wasn't saying that it would be wisecracking. It can be. It. You want it to be entertaining. Yeah, but I don't think I want it to. What if, you know, what if you've wished for a sort of a speaking animal? Yes. And it's, you're not really on the same level. It's constantly trying to riff with you and you can't really <laughs> get on board with it. It's just, you've just got two quite different senses of humour. Yeah. It's like, it's... you know, you're in the green room with... yeah. And somebody that you know, they're not, not really your cup of tea. You're more of a one-liner guy, really. Yeah. So it's 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 a an animal that can be used for internet content. Yes, I would say that that would definitely be my third wish if I were in this situation. Hey, Andy, Kapow! Ah, oh, that's better. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> Edwards gets his animal. Yeah. The genie does. Um, quick, Ronnie Corbett, and then back into the lamp. Yeah. Um, for for listeners, um, because of the inference that Andy made, um, I will have bleeped the sound that the genie made when he came out of the lamp. Um, but it's <laughs> it's a word that sounds like a spell being cast. That is also an offensive word <laughs> for. Um... There's no need to say. That. <laughs> yeah, but but maybe giving some clarity as to what. We remain a resolutely LGBTQIA-friendly podcast. Yeah. Are you familiar with Like of the Dog, Andy? Absolutely, yeah. Particularly, um, and uh, returning to the uh, the Sony Walkman mm. here, um, m- initially through um, the Arcade Fire song, Laika, from uh, oh. their first album, Funeral. I don't actually, I don't know very little about Arcade Fire, so... I mean, don't dig into the... A what? There have been some accusations recently, which uh, may not hold a great deal of water, but <laughs> great. But I wouldn't. I hate. To, I can't speculate. It's great to mention literally anything on this podcast. Um, uh, well, let's cut that as well. <laughs> Are you familiar with uh, Like of the Dog? Yes, I am. Uh, the, what from? Returning to the, <laughs> the the Sony Walkman, I would listen to the Arcade Fire album Funeral on my way to school sometimes, and that contained a song about. Like her. Oh, I love Arcade Fire. Not their music, what they do. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm leaving all that in. That's too funny. Um, it's only one of them who's accused of doing such stuff. <laughs> it's fine. It can stay. In. You said it was an accusation. If you were going to send an animal to space, Andy, what would you send? Don't say the bloke from Arcade Fire. 
That fucking Roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's the one thing that Coyote didn't try? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of us just blast this cunt into the orbit. <laughs> Did the Coyote want to eat the Roadrunner, or was he just really fucked off with it? That's it. <laughs> No, he, he he wanted to eat it. There wasn't some backstory where the like road road one has fucked his wife or something. He's just trying to paint a tunnel on a wall to mm. try and get it to smash its head in. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of wants the, to eat it. A lot of the methods that it you know tries to off the roadrunner with would presumably, and it doesn't have a great deal of meat on it in the first place, render it well inedible. But that's the reason why everything takes place in the desert, is it's right. the only yeah. meat for miles and miles around. Did you see those rules going around recently? Yes. Yeah. Chuck Jones, very yeah. smart man. So so the, the Wile and Coyote presumably didn't project the Roadrunner into space because it falls outside of the strict parameters set down for his engagement. You listeners... Um, you can uh, find Chuck Jones's rules for how uh, the coyote and the um, the Roadrunner must behave in the Roadrunner cartoons, and it's an interesting insight into sort of the rules of script writing. I suppose is what you define it. At. It's mm. kind of the laws of comedy. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's only funny if it exists within these boundaries. It's a remarkably uh, succinct and. Um summation of, of all of the rules that are entirely necessary to make that cartoon any good. Yeah, well that's what Chuck Jones was fucking brilliant at yeah. and, and, and his cartoons are fantastic and still remain funny Yeah, and like subtly funny as well as um, you know hitting a coyote with a safe um, as far as it can be but no there isn't some sort of backstory between the two Right, yeah he just wants to eat him and you'd send like the dog into space. Sorry, that you'd send the roadrunner into space. Uh, yeah, yeah. I stick by that answer. Okay. Um, there was an Alsatian that chased me around a pub. Oh I yes, was, uh, about eleven. Yeah. I'd also, I mean, let's be honest here. It is dead. Sure. That was a while ago. I ain't living that long. But you'd. Bolasted corpse into the atmosphere. No, I'd go back in time. Okay. I'd go back in time because I've got the capacity to send things into space. I'm assuming I've got time travel as well. You can assume that, Andy, if you like. I would go back in time to the exact moment that that dog mm. was chasing me around Broadmead Village. Right. Around the pond. Yeah. And I'd fire it right into fucking space at that moment. That's, that's fair. You can, you know, you can take revenge for a, at chi- the sun. a childhood trauma. Yeah, and I'd give it a little helmet. Would you? Yes. So it got all the way to the sun and didn't die on the way there? Yeah, it traumatised me for about six months. That. Yeah. yeah. Didn't go outside. Oh, that's that's quite sad. Um, the animal I'd send into space um, is Hitler, Andy, because Hitler was an animal. I think that um, saying that, um, detracts from the very real capacity that that man has to do things mm-hmm. that are uh, inhuman to other people. And what is the definition of inhuman, Andy? It's animal. Animal. 
but I said that it's capacity that man has to do that. I think you're being reductive, and that you are, if anything, excusing Hitler. So you're not going to read my space Hitler script? I wouldn't say that I wouldn't read it. <laughs> I'm not going to fund it. To boldly go where no pure man has before. <laughs> <laughs> How can you introduce Heidi and Caroline after this? <laughs> Our two fantastic guests in this episode are Caroline Maybe and Heidi Regan. You can find Caroline Maybe at, at Caroline Maybe on Twitter, and she performs all around London town and all around the UK. Catch Caroline when you can. When Caroline recorded this episode with us, she had to rush off afterwards because she was informed that the gig diary on her website was linked to her own personal diary, so all of her child's school events were freely available to anyone who looked her up. Yes, something which we later discovered to be true also of a fellow guest, uh, Richard Tard. Yes, we, we knew very, very amusing. We knew when his dentist appointment was. Yeah. Um, and you can catch Heidi Regan online on Twitter at Heidi underscore Regan. Uh, Heidi also has a show coming up at the Soho Theatre on the 20th and 21st of March. That is in the year 2023, the forthcoming year. So make sure you catch Heidi Regan, colon, Heidi Regan gives birth live on stage every night or your money back on those two dates. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you find it. A five-star rating, a five-star review. Share it with other people, tell people about the show, and feel free to draw us some fan art and send it in. Please. Yes. Let's listen to the episode now. Yes, please. Motherfucker. Cut. <laughs> Heidi Regan and Caroline Maybe, thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. No problem. No problem. Yes, thank you. I'd just like to echo that. Um, I'm not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> Okay. I will. I'm going to acknowledge it. Thank you for thanking me. Thank you, Caroline. You're welcome. Already two very different personalities (laughs) developing in front of us. Mm. Um, In the time that myself and Andy have existed, (laughs) uh, we have come to learn something of the following three things. Uh, We have seen Disney's Aladdin. (laughs) Right. We are familiar with Laika the dog. Laika? Laika the dog. Okay. And we know what a Sony Walkman is. Ooh. Uh, now, Heidi, you're looking confused at Like of the Dog. Yes. Um, like of the Dog was a, a, a... Hey, you can't tell us. We've got to tell you. Well, these are the three things that we know you know this? Yeah, yeah. These are the only three things that we know about. I think the Dog was a space dog. Yes. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. A first, yeah. first dog in space. Yeah, real. Oh, in space. No, a, a real... Russian. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, a real yep. Russian made dog. It, made it to space. Didn't get back. Oh, so, dead dog. So who, dead space who, who, dog. I was distracted by Laika. Who was? What was the third thing? Uh, a Sony Walkman. Oh yeah, okay. which is not a dead space dog. Yeah. Um, myself and Andy, we are keen to learn about people. Sure. Caroline. Yes. In one minute, <gasps> can you please tell me who the Joker is? Your time starts now. Okay, the Joker is. Um, a funny face man, and what's a funny face? 
a funny face. See, um, if you, I don't, I haven't seen Aladdin. Is that a problem? Uh, we we have seen Aladdin. Imagine if yeah. if. Do you know any? Oh, I'm really confused. I'm not allowed to lean on the table, and I'm getting distressed. Um, the, uh, What's a funny the, face? Karen? A funny face mm-hmm. is a big smile with your teeth showing. A piece, with your teeth showing. Do you know teeth? Um, I think the characters in Aladdin have. They've teeth. got faces. Most of yeah. them do. Yes. And yeah. so when they open their mouths, yeah. They the genie smile. does that sort of thing. The white the stuff genie. inside people's mouths. Correcticus. Yeah. And do they? Uh, do you know the Aladdin of cartoons or, or We have seen Disney's Aladdin. Yeah. Are they both the same? There isn't there a live action one? I oh. don't know, we haven't seen it. Okay. No. Okay. So Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> In your minute there, you've told us that the Joker uh, is a man who does a funny face, funny which face. is when he smiles showing his teeth. Funny face man. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. And you got really <laughs> stuck on the Aladdin live action. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. It's a minute, it, it all helps build towards yeah, yeah. Our it's all, understanding. It's all very useful. Okay, and we're very well, appreciative. Let's see, of, let's see how yeah. how well you do. I'll be terrible. To that, to that end, yes, mm. Heidi, please could you in one minute explain to us uh, who Hunter S. Thompson is or was? Your oh. time starts now. No, I'm not sure. I know, but oh. I think that Hunter S. Thompson wrote books. Mm-hmm. What are what are books? I yeah. think uh, you know Sony Walkmans. Yes. yes. How they play? You hear people talk on them. Yes. yes. Well, books are like a visual thing of that, where there's markings uh, on a. Just in front of you, right? Okay. Like on the Walkman, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Um, so and but the markings Walkman. say have represent the words that are audio. Excellent. So okay. Hunter S. Thompson, okay. yes, I think he uh, made those. He made markings on a Sony oh, Walkman. Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> what was contained within the markings? Um, so actually, I'm pretty sure in Aladdin there was a book of spells or such. I think that yes. you are correct. Yes. So it's no, like right. that, so we've but linked he those wrote two them, concepts. but they Excellent. weren't spells, they were stories. Stories. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you so much. Well, was he a writer? He was, right? Uh, we don't know, but oh, thank you for telling us. I think he was a writer. Andy, would you sum up what Heidi's just said? Yeah, so uh, Hunter S. Thompson was somebody who made markings on, on Walkmans, and they weren't spells, but they were something else. Fabulous. Thank you, Heidi. Okay. <laughs> um, Myself and Andy have only existed in this space in the brief time that we've been alive, whatever that means. Um, but we are aware other places exist. Right. Caroline, in two minutes. Oh, no. Could you please explain to me... Twice as much confusion. ...what Ripley's Believe It or Not is. Your time, two minutes, starts now. Um, You know the cave in Aladdin? Yes. Um, Ripley's Believe It or Not is that cave. Right. So it's it's another name for the cave in Aladdin. And you, but you get to go inside the cave if you give them some of the gold that you've already got out of the cave. Okay. How do you, so the the cave in Aladdin is full of gold. Yeah. And, and unbelievable treasures. And what, what sort of un? So are, are they? Is 
the cave and Aladdin a depiction of Ripley's Believe no, It or it Not? Actually is it is actually that. Right. What sort of unbelievable treasures do you yes. find inside the cave slash Ripley's Believe It or Not? Um, inside the cave slash Ripley's Believe It or Not, you find um, things that you just wouldn't believe are true, like um, an octopus with a peg. What's an octopus? It's a, <laughs> an octopus is like the genie. It is the genie. From Aladdin, okay. but with uh, twice as many legs and arms. Okay. okay, but this one's got a peg for a head. You can't believe it. What's a peg? A peg is um, what Aladdin uses to hold his trousers up. He holds them up with a peg. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this octopus that's in Ripley's Believe It or Not has one of those for a head. Yes. Why is Aladdin holding his trousers up? <laughs> He's lost a lot of weight recently. Okay. <laughs> What's weight? Uh, weight is um, big fat belly of the genie. Uh, okay, so Aladdin used to have a big... Used to have the genie's belly. Similar. But has lost Not, not lost the it. exact same one. Okay. okay. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. So in that, you've told us that Ripley's Believe It or Not is another name for the cave in Aladdin. <laughs> and... The reason you would go in there is so you could find a, an octopus that's got for its head something you can use to hold up your trousers <laughs> when you're no longer fat. Yeah, I stand yeah. by all of that. I really like this podcast. Can I just? <laughs> I'm learning a lot. We've no idea what a podcast oh, is. Oh, sorry. But thank you. So We're happy. It's like a Sony Walkman. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, I wonder if we'll find any markings. Oh, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi. Yes. In two minutes, uh, could you please explain to us uh, where Buckingham Palace is? Oh. And what it is. And what where it is. It is Your two minutes is. start now. Okay. When Luca the dog went into space. Luca the dog. Luca the dog yeah. went into space. Mm-hmm. And then he was in space and behind. She, she was in space. <laughs> behind her. On her way up was Earth. Right. Okay. Yes. Yep. And on Earth yes. was England. What is England? Yeah, just tell it's, us a bit about So that. Earth was made up of all these countries. Countries are masses of land. Okay. Right. And one of them is England. And the cap, the head, the, the person who's in charge of that, like Aladdin, became in charge of... With the prince, remember the princess? Right. Okay, Jasmine. In Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, Jasmine. So she was a princess. Right. Lived in a, a palace. A palace. Yeah. So Buckingham Palace oh. is a palace. Right. In... You, say, you say that this is England. Um, why is England different to the other countries? Um, it's just that they all exist in different spaces. So the only difference between the countries is where they are, they have no other unique characteristics. I mean, they do. Uh, there's Could you no... tell us what some of England's are? <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so England uh, does... Um, what in Aladdin? Did they say the name of the country they were in? I don't know if they say the name of the country. The uh, It's the city of Agrabah. Okay. Aladdin. Well, I think in England they speak a different language to in Agrabah. Okay. Okay. What language is that? English. Okay. 
And that is the only difference between England <laughs> and all the rest of the countries. I mean, it's the only one I feel I can get nuanced with two clones, but mm. let me think. What do they eat? What's there? nuance? Nuance is, um, What do they eat? What do they eat in England? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. Andy, would you like to uh, sum up what's, what we've learned there? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, Buckingham Palace is... A, a palace which exists in England, which is functionally no different from the land in um, Aladdin, barring the use of the language English, which, um, to my ears, untrained ears, sounds very similar to the language that was being used in, in Aladdin. <laughs> I was waiting for that question. But that's what it is. Thank you, Heidi. No worries. It was very beautiful, I felt. Quite moved, actually. Yeah, because of the dog in space mm-hmm. reminded you of how fragile the Earth is. Correct. <laughs> One area of human experience that myself and Andy are keen to learn more about um, is creativity and the world of art. Art. Um, Caroline, in three minutes, could you please explain to me? The plot of the film The Matrix. Your three minutes start now. Sure, this won't be a problem for me. Um, so, <laughs> um, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, These no, are noises. Ooh, ooh. Two minutes and forty those seconds kind of remaining. Feeling, those kind of feelings, I think, probably sum it up. Uh, it's about some people who are a bit confused and think something's real and it's not real um okay what is real uh yes what is real real? (laughs) what is that's the whole point they don't know what is real? Well, earlier on, you were saying that uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not is a real version of the cave from Aladdin. Mm. Yes, you intimated towards that. Oh. So the people in the Matrix are confused as to whether or not the cave is real. Yes. Okay. okay. They're very confused about whether the cave is real. And so, you know how in Aladdin, the genie um, grants you a wish? Aladdin, a wish. Uh, yes. Yep. Three wishes, I believe. What, how can I use that to help me? Uh, we don't know. No, I don't know either. He's. Uh, Who are these people that yes. are confused about whether or not the cave is real? And um, where are they? Are they in England? Are they in Agrabah? It could be an allegory for Plato's cave. If is it's an allegory for Plato's cave? Who's Plato? Not a clue. <laughs> and uh, where was his cave? In a country called Greece where they spoke Greek. Did it have an octopus with a... An octopus? An octopus with a peg for a head in it. (laughs) No. Um, What defines Greece as a country? Is it hmm. just the use of the language or does it have any other characteristics? It It has a lot of islands, little small islands. Little small islands. Surrounded by sea and then some bigger bigger bits. Some bigger bigger bits. Yeah. Um... Okay. The the Matrix, I can't, I mean, it's quite a many decades since I've, two decades What's since decade? I've watched it. It's a long, long, long time. The time it would take you to watch Aladdin, probably 
lots of times. Okay. Right. So it's it's been many Aladdins since you many Aladdins saw the I Matrix. I can't remember anything about the Matrix. They, what can you they have? Okay, so they're like in little pods. Secretly, they're in little eggy pods. What's an eggy pod? Slimy eggy pod. <laughs> What's uh, a slimy eggy pod? Well, it's a bit like the Leica spaceship. They're contained. They're in sp- bit like space. It's an unknown thing, place. Thank an you. unknown thing, place. Thank you, Caroline. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> so, in three minutes, you've told us. <laughs> The, the plot of the Matrix it's is an allegory. It's an allegory <laughs> for Plato's cave, and what that means. Plato's cave, of course, being in Greece. Yeah, wherever that is. It's when people are in little slimy egg pods secretly, and they're confused. They're yeah. in slimy egg pods, and they're confused as to whether or not Ripley's believe it or not is real. Yeah, and that is in some way similar to Lyca the dog. Yeah, in her space shuttle so and this was all taking place in Greece maybe <laughs> I don't know if the pods become slimy before or after yeah Leica burns up on re-entry we've no idea via what mechanism the pods have become slimy but hopefully we'll find out over the course of Heidi's explanation as to what the painting dogs playing poker by Cassius Marcellus Coolidge is in three minutes starting now okay so like the dog mm-hmm. is a dog yep yes was um was a dog um also aladdin yes do you know that that is a cartoon um we have seen it we are aware that it looks different to other things yeah yes. so you so the way it looks imagine if it's the people, when you're looking at Aladdin and Jasmine, if mm. they suddenly stopped moving and they were just frozen. If they would, if right. Aladdin and Jasmine were stationary. Yep. Yeah. And what about Iago the parrot? What's he? Doing? Everyone's stationary yeah. in, Everyone's in Aladdin. Stationary. That is called, a, that's what a painting is like. Okay. Okay. It's, so, it's when all of the people in, in Agrabah <laughs> become stationary. Specifically Agrabah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a painting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so that's a painting. And the dog painting of dogs playing poker mm-hmm. is an a, a image like that. Yep. Yeah. Of of a dog like ah. like a like a the dog like a yeah. dog yes playing a game. Okay. Called poker. Yeah. Could you tell us a bit about the game poker? Poker is when different people get together. You know, people from Aladdin. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. the all the. Street vendors and the, yeah. and the, yeah. the Sultan. Yeah. Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jafar. So they uh, get a group of pieces of paper, which I'm sure you've seen we've in seen Aladdin. We've seen them in Aladdin. Yeah, we're from, yeah. familiar and with them And they the have all book. different markings on them. Markings are like what's on a Sony Walkman yeah. <laughs> to be a yeah. book. Did Hunter S. Thompson write poker? No. Okay. But he probably played it. Okay. Um, and then these markings, uh, they're all organized so that depending what piece of paper you're holding with a marking, you're the winner because you need a certain marking. Okay, which marking? Um, usually the ace or the king. And a king is like in Aladdin yep. and Buckingham Palace. Okay, what's an ace? Ace is just a thing above that. A thing above that? A thing yeah. better than that, more desirable. What's below a king? The queen. Okay, below that. 
Jack. Below uh, that. Yeah. Ten. And below that. <laughs> Nine. Below that. Uh-huh. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And that's it. Blast off. Is that um is that sort of stratification, that that ranking, is that reflective of um uh, people like in Aladdin, I understand that the king is above the the street vendors. Yes, and in Buckingham Palace, they're above uh, other people, money okay. wise, and how they're treated. And Heidi, in ten seconds, bearing in mind that uh, dogs can't read or hold things, how do they play poker? It was all not real, like Ripley's and The Matrix. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Heidi. Thank you. Wonderful. Very very succinct. Thank you very much. Andy, would you like to sum up what uh, what we've learned there? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, the painting of dogs playing poker by uh, Cassius Marcellus Coolidge, who we didn't get into, but um, I'm assuming it's a very boring and uninteresting uh, entity, is um, is a static image uh, of of dogs, like Lyca the dog, um, playing a game involving bits of, bits of paper, and they all want to get hold of uh, an ace or a king in order to win. And that's it. Thank you very much, Heidi. You're welcome. Myself and Andy have only existed for a brief amount. So we are looking to learn more about things that existed before myself and Andy existed. Caroline, in three minutes, could you please explain to me what Beatlemania was? Your three minutes start now. Not a problem. Um, So in Aladdin... Yes. They're singing, isn't there? Yes, absolutely. And it's very enjoyable, isn't it? Yes. 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 You hear it on your Sony Walkman as well. That's right. Mm -hmm. But before even a Sony Walkman existed, Mm -hmm. what? Um, Song existed. Right. Let let that sink in. How many watch-throughs of Aladdin ago was this? (laughs) More than The Matrix, double Double the matrix, triple. Where should we let that sink in? Uh, where? Yeah. Right into your hearts. Don't think too hard about that. Now, um, the singing. Mm. What's a heart? Yes. Um, it's just the center of you. The middle bit. The right. middle part. Okay. Okay. Let um, it, yeah. Let, it, let a Walkman sink mm. into the middle yeah. bit. Okay. Let it. Is there some sort of permeable membrane over the <laughs> over the heart through which the? Yes. Now, okay. so this is. Do we have to push the Walkman in, yeah. or will it? Just sink let in? it. And let it sink in by itself. You don't the, have to make any effort. What's whatsoever. the benefit? <laughs> There's no benefit. Okay. It's just so that we can move on. Is that to the a command? Yes. Okay. 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 Beatlemania. Uh, Beatlemania. So. The Beatles. Yes. The Beatles were a little group. How small? Four. A smaller four, four. small. Four people. Four you people. Know, you know okay. people from Aladdin. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, and a parrot called Iago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's four, like, like Aladdin, the man Aladdin. Four Aladdins. Right. Four Aladdins, Aladdins, slightly different from each other. Mm-hmm. How um, are they different from each other? Just one might be a little bit taller. One might be a bit better at singing. Uh, one was better at banging things. Okay. Um, How are their trousers held up? Pegs. <laughs> okay. Um, and they, um, 
and they sang songs together and their songs were so good that everybody loved the songs mm. and Beatlemania was the excitement and fun very much how you feel when you watch Aladdin because you like Aladdin don't you um, I don't know we've if seen we, it we've seen it <sighs> but you do, you you agreed that the songs were enjoyable yeah what songs mm. did the Beatles sing I want to hold your hand. What's people, a hand? Um, we've, we've seen hands oh, in Aladdin. Hands. Okay. Yeah. So you know how um, Aladdin and Jasmine really like each other? They yes. love each other. Yes. A lot of the Beatles songs were about love. Yes. And a lot of the people who heard the songs loved the Beatles. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> and that's Beatlemania. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you, Caroline. You're a very calm teacher, I've noticed. <laughs> we very much appreciate all the information yeah. that you're giving us, Caroline. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate your listening. Um, we've learnt there that Beatlemania <laughs> was, and this occurred many watches of Aladdin ago, uh, Beatlemania was when people were so excited about the songs sung, sung by four Four little men. Four little Aladdins <laughs> of varying proportion and varying ability. Mm. And uh, all of those Aladdin's trousers were affixed to their bodies. Yeah. That, possibly that's where some of the excitement came from. I think so, yeah. And they, and they, loved, they loved the song. And, and they, they sang about holding hands. Yep. Love. Mm. And that's something that we've... Forcibly entered into our hearts. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we should. We should push a Walkman in us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay. Heidi, mm-hmm. in uh, three minutes, could you please explain to us uh, the 1936 Summer Olympics? You've got three minutes. Your time starts now. Okay, I think these were uh, a biggie. They were... <laughs> <laughs> what scale um, were we operating The whole on? world was involved. Right. Right. Um, and it is So a not co- like a... Sorry? Like no. it was separate from the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like a... Uh, yeah, not okay. in, not involved. Okay. Um, so Olympics are when people like in Aladdin yeah. come and uh compete, like in the game poker. Right. Yes. To mm-hmm. uh do different physical activities. Okay. And the best one wins. And what is the best one? Uh, the like the fastest person. So you know when Aladdin runs through the market. Yes. Right. He's very fast. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So if he did that against at the same time as another human and he was faster, so that would one, be a race. And so, that's the best activity. So one of the Olympic activities is running for a market after stealing a loaf of bread. Could you name any other Olympic activities? <laughs> um, other ones are the long jump, which is like when Aladdin jumps between uh, okay. roofs. But, but <laughs> being the fastest is the best activity, so... Jumping the furthest. You said the best. Where wins. is that? No, the best person wins. Okay. Yeah. And given that it's Aladdin's doing all of this, is this the Beatles? Wait, no. The Aladdin's not connected to the Beatles, was he? The, was the Beatles, Beatles is for Aladdin's and oh, varying different. Yeah, no. Qualities. So it's yeah. not actually Aladdin. But all their trousers just, are on. It's yeah. <laughs> it's other humans like Aladdin. Like Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. What so. qualities do they share with Aladdin? Um, being fast at running through markets okay. or not even markets, just fast at running. Um, being strong and healthy and fit. Okay, so it's various Aladdins doing various physical activities. Uh, 1936, what's that? Yep, so that was, they had the Olympics in a country called Germany. And it was the kind of king yes. at that point, yes. I think, yes. was called Hitler. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You know, do you what? want me to say Hitler? <laughs> Explain if you wouldn't Hitler? mind. Hitler was from... a very mean man. You know, in like, Aladdin, I think Jif- Jafar, Jafar is mean? quite a yeah. mean. So yeah. he was like ten times worse than Jafar. Ten, ten times. Ten. Like a hundred times. It was. Worse. It was a hundred. Ten. Yeah, okay. just ten times. Okay. What magical powers did he had have? Because Jafar has. Uh, magical he powers. was very persuasive. He convinced a lot of people to do really horrible murders. What's murder? Murder mm. is when you stop another human being alive. Okay, how? like the um, like the atmosphere did to. Well, like uh, it. Well, like a burnt up on reentry, like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Good times up. Sorry, Thank you so much. Horrific ending. Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> 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 Andy, would you like to? Uh, Thanks for that one. <laughs> sum up the information that we've received there. So, uh, in 
1936, uh, a competition was held in a country called Germany uh, to find out who was the fastest of a number of different competing Aladdins. Uh, and at the same time, uh, somebody who was 10 times as nasty as Jafar. A hundred. A hundred. Somewhere times, between 10 and a hundred times. times as nasty as Jafar uh, was persuading people uh, to do something very nasty. He was persuading people to burn up on re-entry. Yeah. Okay. Thank like you, Heidi. Thank well, you, Heidi. Actually, more I know that was right. Thank you, Heidi. We're very appreciative. Thank you so much. We're learning. We are learning. There is so much to learn about. We just want to keep throwing stuff at you. Um, What's at you? Well. What's at you? What's at you? What's at you? Uh, myself and Andy have use of the English language, but not yeah. a full understanding of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I understand that I have a glass of water in front of me. Oh, is that a threat? What, <laughs> it, what is a threat? <laughs> <laughs> He's touching it. <laughs> the glass of water. <laughs> Caroline. Yes. In three minutes... Could you please explain to me what a baby shower is? Your time starts now. Are there any babies or children in Aladdin, Heidi? I think there would be. Yeah. There would be. Yeah, they must have held there, some there's in some, the markets. There's some, lots yeah. of stuff happening in the market. There's some smaller people. So, so yeah. you know what a baby is? We've noticed. It's like a, it's like a, a very new person. Like us. Okay. Like you. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, new in a different sense. Yeah, they can't speak like you. You're so smart. How do they speak? Um, Okay, so babies speak like that. (laughs) Okay. No, they don't. Uh, A little bit. Um, What are their other characteristics? um, They can't walk. Right. Okay. They so. are. Look, so they. <laughs> so, they can't, so they can't walk and they speak yeah. like this. <laughs> Why does anyone small, keep them small. around? <laughs> They're going to grow into Aladdin's and right. Jasmine's and all the other people. Could just you, people. Could you talk us through that process? Of them growing? Yes. Yeah. Into Aladdin's or Jasmine's. As or. the time. We know what time is because time is the number of. Watches of Aladdin, isn't it? Yeah. So as you watch Aladdin, mm. um, you time passes, mm. and you just if you start off watching Aladdin while you're a baby, it uh, you'll grow and get bigger, okay, and stronger and better at running through the market to catch. A oh, so you do bread. learn right. to walk at a certain yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that is it's, that a gradual process it's or gradual? Okay, it doesn't suddenly happen. No, yeah. it's gradual, but goes in fits and starts. How right. do you know whether you're going to be uh, an Aladdin, a Jasmine, or a Jafar, or a, an Iago? How do you know that? Well, it slowly emerges. Okay. Does it slowly emerge in the same way that a Walkman might be slowly inserted within yourself? Does it come yes. out of you? Reversal of the that reverse of it. So, a okay. So, if I'm getting this process right, there's a baby which can't walk and goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at a certain point, an Aladdin emerges from them. No, yeah. it gets bigger. It, it gets it bigger. Hasn't got an Aladdin Does it break out of them? Right. 
Does it have to be watching Aladdin for this to happen? (laughs) No, you're watching Aladdin, and while you're watching Aladdin, the baby's getting bigger. Why aren't you watching the baby? Because I feel like if this process was happening in front of me, I'd want to look at it. Mm. But oh no! Very if nobody's soon you watching interest, Aladdin, then it's you. not going to happen. <laughs> Say again, Andy. If nobody's watching Aladdin, then it's not going to happen. Is no, my understanding. You can have Aladdin on in the background, or just imagine. So it just needs to be on. Yeah. You don't yeah. necessarily have to be watching it Aladdin. Even have to be on. You don't even have to be aware of it. Okay. Being on. And in ten okay. seconds, what's a shower? <sighs> no, uh, I've got no words. Have you got no words. No words. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Caroline. Welcome. Uh, in three minutes, you've explained to us that a baby shower <laughs> is a baby being a, a person who can't walk and goes... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's when one of those watches Aladdin over and over and over again until uh, an Aladdin sort of comes out of them. Mm. No! <laughs> <laughs> you've twisted my words. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline. Thank That's you very so useful much. information. Um, Heidi. Yeah? Please, could you explain to us... Um, uh, what a T-shirt that has FBI brackets female body inspector written oh. on it is. In three minutes, starting now. Okay, so you know clothes? They're in Aladdin. Yes, they're they're the such as the trousers that are yes. yeah, like supported with a peg. They're um, on the Beatles and Aladdin's holding them up. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. so a T-shirt is what people wear clothes that they wear on the top half of them. Okay. Trousers you wear on your top. Okay. Trousers, yeah, it's like to trousers cover their but on your top. Hearts. It does cover their <laughs> So that nobody can pop a walkman in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, if a baby's wearing trousers, does it stop an Aladdin coming out of them? Um no, it wouldn't stop that. If that was gonna happen, it would happen. Okay. Right. Trousers aren't that it's an unstoppable process. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Trousers are weak. Trousers are weak. Okay. Um, so a t-shirt is a kind of trouser that you wear on your centre. On your centre, yes. Okay. okay. And sometimes people have uh, markings on these, like the ones that are on Walkmans, Huntress, which are called books, Huntress and that Huntress Thompson yeah. wrote yes. in. Okay. And if you want people, when they see those markings, to laugh, okay, yeah, yeah. then you write something on there that will be funny to them. Can you give us an example? Um, mm, uh, well, are you uh, implying that um, yeah. FBI, female body inspector, that's funny, is it? It's funny to some people, yes. What okay. kind of person is that funny to? Well, people who haven't thought hard about other <laughs> kinds of jokes they could have. So it's people who haven't thought much? Probably. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, I probably laughed the first time I saw it, (laughs) to be honest. When was that? The first time I saw it? Yeah. I think it would be about... um, How many Aladdins? It would be many Aladdins. It would probably be when I saw The Matrix around that time. (laughs) Okay, so quite a few Aladdins ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there a t-shirt saying FBI female body inspector? Is that part of The Matrix? Or is that why people are confused about the cave? Um, Well, it is... A lie because what what the joke is yes. is that FBI what's that FBI yeah. is um a police what's that yeah what a police police um in does Aladdin get chased by authorities in some certainly like some, soldiers some men chase soldiers. after Aladdin yeah so okay. the FBI are like the soldiers so the people will chase you through a 
for a market. Yeah. yeah. And they're called the FBI. Okay. What this T-shirt has done, which is very clever, mm-hmm. is it's changed it. So it doesn't stand for what it usually stands for. Which is? Federal Bureau of Investigation. What's a bureau? What's federal? Okay. Which one first? <laughs> Ten <laughs> seconds either. Well, anyway, they've changed it to female body inspector, which means they can look at your body if you're a lady, and that's a joke because... Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> so they don't actually have that delegated authority. <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learnt there? Sure. So um, uh, we have uh, gained an introduction into the world of clothes. T-shirts are something which is worn over your centre so that people can't insert anything into your centre and, and uh, get it into your heart. Um, but some, it can't stop things coming out of you. It can't stop things emerging from you. Mm-hmm. Um, made that clear. Uh, and, uh, I think I made that clear. <laughs> crystal, whatever that is. Um, and sometimes people like to put funny markings on them in order to amuse people who haven't thought about anything. Uh, and in this case, the markings indicate that uh, the person who is wearing the T-shirt uh, has the authority to inspect female bodies, but that is a lie. Thank you very much, Heidi. You're welcome. Good work. Thank you. Myself and Andy are interested in people and we're interested in people's behaviour. So we want to know more about things that they do. Um, Caroline... Yes. In three minutes, could you please explain to me what I would be doing if I were to take a cat to the vet to get it neutered? <laughs> In three minutes, your time starts now. Um, so a cat is a bit like like the dog. Right. Okay. Yeah. In space. But it doesn't go to space. Before Laika went to space, Yes. Right. it's a four-legged animal with a tail. So a cat is a dog that's not in space. Correct. <laughs> right. Okay. And um, some people, which yes. we know what people are from Aladdin. Is there some property of the atmosphere that transforms? Are they transformed? No. Cat into a dog? No. You'd have to have dog seeds. Inside you. Okay. Um, now, What's a dog seed? No. No, we could, we're talking about going to the vet. We're not talking about dog seeds. What's um, dog seed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I made it up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay, what's a vet? Oh, uh, a vet is... Like a doctor for animals. Okay, what's a doctor? I yeah. don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if there's anyone medical in. Uh, Given that you Latin. don't know what dog seed is and you don't know what a doctor is, do you think they could be related in any way? Could be. Um, okay. Right. So, so, vesi- so the reason you'd go there is uh, if you're. So a cat is a is an animal terrestrial like yeah dog not in space yeah and if you're and that uh, a person gets a special relationship with a cat where it's their friend and it looks after the cat um, and if the cat's not feeling well it has to go to the vet because okay. the cat 
So what's getting neutered? So getting neutered is really sad. It's going okay. to make the cat feel really sad. What <laughs> what what kind of what kind of friendship with a cat would persuade the it's person really to make up. it? It's really really messed so up. So sad. It's really messed up. Um, <laughs> okay. So this cat is. So a, this isn't a good thing. This cat. This cat is mm. like. A boy cat, so it's like Aladdin and not okay. like a girl cat like Jasmine, right? Was it a baby once? It was a baby cat. A baby cat is called and a kitten. How, how many times did it have to watch Aladdin to become like Aladdin? Not as many as a human. Okay. Oh. Um, and so they're better at it. Faster. Okay. They're not better, they're faster. Faster. Okay. Uh, so they would win in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, cat. Uh, <laughs> if the cat's a boy, it's in danger of making more baby baby. You keep trying how? to make me explain how babies are made. Could you? Um, yes. In five seconds. When a boy cat loves a girl cat very, very much, yes, it it jumps on top of it. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caroline. I don't think I explained anything. Well, uh, what I understand from the information that you gave us mm. uh, is that what I would be doing were I to take a cat to the vet to get it neutered uh, is that is when I would form a special relationship with a dog that hadn't been to space and then take it to someone who's like a doctor to make it sad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that is some way related to dog seed, but we don't know. <laughs> well, we're hoping to find out at some point. I don't know if that'll become clear in the next explanation. Um <laughs> Hi- you could explain dog seed. <laughs> okay, yeah. Heidi. Yes. In uh, three minutes, could you explain to us what you would be doing if you were having creative differences? <laughs> <laughs> Your three minutes start now. When you want to make something like Hunter S. Thompson wants to make his book on a Walkman, mm-hmm. or um, the person makes the painting of the dogs playing poker... Yes. Or someone made Aladdin. Uh-huh. When right. people make these things, they might make them with someone else, like the Beatles were a group. Right. Make and it with a number of different Aladdins. A number of different Aladdins. And if they have creative differences, it's them disagreeing on how to make that thing. So the Beatles famously disagreed and had creative differences. What think, did they disagree on? I haven't watched the documentary What's yet. What's a documentary? <laughs> I regret. I knew that was going to happen. What's a documentary, documentary is um, like Tell Aladdin, okay. but about real events. So, so like it's Ripley's, about Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, it's, yeah. About, it's like that. It's like that? Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's, like, it's like an Aladdin, but if Ripley's was real, even though it is. in Aladdin, the cave is real. Yeah, I guess. So do- there's a documentary. I should have phrased that as a question. What you said doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, right. Could you give do- me an example of something else a documentary could be about? A documentary is um, where you watch people do what they really do. <laughs> and what do people? And people the Beatles song. And they talk. They talk about what they. What do have people done. really do, Heidi? Well, in the case of the documentary about the Beatles, yes. we watch them. Make their songs. Okay. Could right. you give us another example of a documentary, Heidi? Um, it's weird how I'm blanking on any documentary I've seen, but there is... Um, Caroline, you could um, volunteer a, um, a name of a documentary. A name of a documentary. Okay. Um, that's a, 
It was a loose end. But really, really blanking. What here. What is the purpose of her documentary? What What do, What does anyone get out of watching it? Um, you learn about the thing without having to. It's less boring than learning in a um a book. Okay, so a, a documentary is less boring than a Walkman. Yeah, with markings on with it. With markings on it, because it's or a book of spells. Or yeah, I'm not familiar with the concept of boredom, Heidi. What is boredom? Boredom is when you just you're tired from the thing you're trying to do. It doesn't pleasure you <laughs> <laughs> in your mind. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to piece that together with all the so, other information. That um, we've got. So creative differences. Yes. Are when people like the Beatles. Yes. Don't agree on how to make the thing they're going to make. What What like kind of creative differences could have been encountered during the production of the painting of dogs playing poker? Okay, if there were two people making that painting, yeah. which we don't know yet if that there weren't. We know that there weren't. Okay. Cassius Marcellus okay. Coolidge. Well, I'm just saying it's still up for debate. There's a lot of names. You could definitely say Yeah, that could be a few names. Um, okay. So they, if there were two people making that, Cassius it was them arguing over how to draw the dogs. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you so much. A lot of information there. Yeah. You did really well. Thank yeah. you. Um, quite hard to piece it uh, together. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling. I'll be honest. Okay, well let's let's work together, Andy. Um, yeah. Creative differences, differences are when so they can agree on something. Are when a series of Aladdins have made or are in the process of making something like a song or a painting or a book, and they disagree on how to draw the dogs. Yeah, they don't like how the dogs look in the version that the other person's doing. And Heidi learnt this by yeah. watching a documentary. About the Beatles. Which is... Um, by not watching. Yeah, by not watching. Yes. She, Heidi learnt this by not watching a documentary about the Beatles, <laughs> which is uh, like learning, but you... Not as boring. Not as boring. Yeah. Boring is when you don't get pleasure in your brain. Yeah, you so, yeah. yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody derives brain pleasure from <laughs> learning about something without watching it. Yeah. Okay. When the babies are watching Aladdin, could they mm. be described as experiencing brain brain pleasure? <laughs> brain, <laughs> brain pleasure, pleasure. They're being pleasured. <laughs> the babies are being pleasured. Yeah. He's having Aladdin. some internal creative differences about how to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps I'm becoming a baby. <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. No way. The final area of human experience that myself and Andy are looking to learn more about um, is humour. No, humour. Oh, and humor. comedy. Comedy. <laughs> no, comedy. Comedy. Um, Caroline, in three minutes, I would like you to explain to me why the following joke is funny. No. This joke uh, was created by somebody called Joan Rivers. Okay. Uh, and it goes like this. I was dating a football player. He was so dumb. The man could not count to 21 unless he was naked. That is a joke by Joan Rivers. I'm going to repeat it for Caroline. I was dating a football player. He was so dumb. The man could not count to 21 unless he was naked. 
Please explain to me why that's funny in three minutes starting now. Okay, I didn't understand it, but then um, uh, my nemesis, Heidi, did a little point and then I, I, I think I understand it. I thought that the... Um, that there was like 21 people in an American football team. Are you going to explain to them what you thought <laughs> was incorrect? Okay. What's an no, American okay. football team? Yeah. What's an American football um, team? I don't know. Right. Okay, so that's doctors, dog seed and football I teams. I hardly know anything. Okay. But You're like us. He's got 10 fingers okay. and 10 toes. Right. 10 plus 10 is 20. Uh-huh. Yes. And he's got one wee willy winky. Um <laughs> And that, question. And okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline, could you take us through what a wee willy winky is? Please? It's the thing. It's the part of the body that makes Aladdin different from. Oh, so the, so the, um, the the Beatles are all just Aladdins that have different wee willy winkies. No, no, it's the part that makes him different from um, Jasmine. But I don't want to get too bogged down in t- in gender. <laughs> Critical okay. issues. Okay. I Maybe had to do the 1936 can, can he, Olympics. I mean, can then just identify as male or does he need a wee willy winky? I, I mean, don't know. I don't think you have to talk about Aladdin, just talk about the, her boyfriend. A penis. She's He's got a penis. Okay. And okay. it's the bit that he shoves inside her. <laughs> Where the to, Walkman goes. Yes. Even deeper. <laughs> he pops it in, pops it out, pops it in, pops it out, pops it in, pops it out. And she gets pleasured by that, doesn't she? Like so she's not bored. Like a documentary. She, okay. So she's learning. <laughs> and, and a, yeah. She's learning to enjoy herself very much. Like while he learns to count. Like babies get pleasured while watching <laughs> Eleven. <clears throat> right? Got it? Okay, I... Uh, so you so, get the joke? So that's the part of the body. I feel like there's a difference in the pleasure there, but okay. No, no, it's the same. And, and that, coincidentally, is just under that part yes. is where he keeps his dog seeds. Um, <laughs> and those are, okay. that's the bit that you would disconnect of the cat when you go to the okay. vet. Right. Okay. So the dog seeds can't pop out into the lady canal (laughs) (laughs) that's right isn't it yeah 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 and um and he's dumb because (laughs) (laughs) because he has to count his penis willy winky he can't count without touching his penis (laughs) (laughs) thank you Still getting laughs today. And just a Joan Rivers is long dead. She burnt up that's on re-entry. Right. <laughs> okay. I think that's Thank right. you, Caroline. I think that's right, yeah. yeah. In that time, you've explained to us that the reason I was dating a football player, he was so dumb, <laughs> the man could not get to 21 <laughs> unless he was naked, is because... Um, I'd, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's Go got on. ten fingers, he's got ten toes and another appendage which has a number of functions. <laughs> and that he shoves it in What are the functions? Um he repeatedly shoves it in a jasmine or a baby. <laughs> oh, she didn't say 
say no, it, I did baby. not say that. You, she said Jasmine feels pleasure like the babies you feel said pleasure that, you watching said, the documentary. You insisted that the pleasure was the same type of pleasure because I no. asked you the but question. The baby wasn't... It's not caused by the appendage. Well, that's a relief. <laughs> yeah, no, she, the baby, no. Okay, I did ask to clarify, Caroline, and you insisted that the two things. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's important to have these conversations to clear these things up. Yeah. It's better that we get this you know, absolutely nailed down now. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. talk I think about nailing it. it down. Um, not, no. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad that we finally got that clarified. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Heidi. Yes. <laughs> he sounds cross. In three minutes, please uh, explain to us why the following joke by somebody called Joan Rivers <gasps> is funny. Is it the same joke? All I ever heard when I was a kid was, why can't you be more like your cousin Sheila? And Sheila had died at birth. <gasps> Three minutes. Starting uh, now. Okay, so it's common that parents mm-hmm. will say to their children, You're try- do you know what a parent is? Uh, I feel like there's parents in Aladdin. Yeah, the Sultan think... is the parent of Jasmine. Yeah, okay, yeah. so like that. And they're the people who are around whilst the baby's watching Aladdin. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's common for them to say to their offspring, which is their Jasmines and things that they've uh, given birth to. Yes, right. Uh, to say to them, why things. can't you be more like what was that? So things. Things, yep, yep. Are you Jasmine or a Walkman? <laughs> Just humans. They Just say, humans. They say to humans, okay. why can't you be more like your cousin, your cousin or other, other humans like them mm. that they compare them to and make them feel bad about themselves? So that's a common thing. Okay. So the joke that Joan is making is that her mum would do that to her because usually they're comparing them to someone who's achieved more. Why would a parent compare one of their offspring offspring to someone else to make them feel sad? Um, because usually the parent feels bad about themselves. <laughs> Why do they feel uh, bad about themselves? Because Have the human the condition vet? is to feel bad about yourself. What is the human, the human condition? condition? Oh, you should learn that because if you're going well, to go from we're clone asking, to yeah. human. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, well, you've already learned uh, <laughs> snottiness. <laughs> <laughs> So you're on your way. <laughs> what um, how, how large a facet of the human condition is snottiness? Mm, I'd say not too big. One percent. One percent. But the 99. human condition is what it is to be human in many ways, and I'm saying a how one, many ways. Uh, un- uncountable. In- is that a word? Incontinent. Un- incontinent. <laughs> okay. There are unco- uncountable ways in which to be human. Yeah, even if you're but naked. one of one of them <laughs> is <laughs> you would go past your wee willy winky counting the number of ways there are in the human condition. But the joke is hmm. that she uh, is usually would compare her to favorable achievements by other humans. Hmm. But here the joke is she's comparing her to um, someone who hasn't lived. So someone who never got to... And is implying that she wishes she'd never lived. Okay. Which is funny because because that implies that she doesn't love her daughter. Okay, why is it funny for a parent to not love their daughter? 
You've got 10 seconds. Well, because it's a sad thing and humour is about finding ways to laugh at the things that actually make you sad. Oh, like thank you, Heidi. Yeah. yeah. Time is up. Thank you. Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learned there? Yeah. So um, what we've come to understand about the joke, all I ever heard when I was a kid was, why can't you be more like your cousin Sheila? And she had died at birth. The reason that's funny is because uh, one aspect of the human condition, uh, which isn't snottiness, but is one of the other innumerable uh, aspects has led Joan Rivers's parent uh, to wish that uh, Joan Rivers had died, <laughs> and that's uh, funny because it's a sad thing that we need to find a way to laugh at in order to get past it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you so no much. Worries. Very useful. <laughs> At the end of all that, Andy, um, who do you feel has provided the most satisfactory explanations? I found it very difficult. Um, I found it very difficult too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've all... Especially when you were threatening me with your glass of water. I, I wasn't threatening I you. I found that difficult. I've found a lot of things difficult. Well... Today. <laughs> you know, He's a baby. Coming to terms with uh, the many different aspects of the human condition that have been on display today <laughs> and um, and the sad things that have cropped up at the end. However, I think that um, if I were forced to choose between the explanations offered to us today, I would say that Heidi's uh, have broadly been more satisfying, uh, though there were some bumps along the uh, road. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what, what, could I, can I choose? I don't see why not. I also choose Heidi. <laughs> okay. Um, Heidi, would you like to choose? Um, yeah, I think I gave a really good choice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I also agree that Heidi's explanations <laughs> well, were Well, that's best. a real so, good day for Heidi. That's, that, that's, that's, <laughs> so who wins? Um, I believe because air, four I of us said Heidi, I yeah. think. So who wins? Um, <laughs> At the Olympics of this, Heidi is the fastest. Yes. Oh, so, um, Caroline, maybe thank you very much indeed. Thank well, you. thank you. It's a pleasure to win today's Olympics. No, you've misunderstood there. And Heidi <laughs> Regan, it's thank you very much. For, uh, thank you from Heidi and Reagan, well Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> You even practiced it. <laughs> he likes to have a bit of a run up, <laughs> just I like the Olympics. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh dear. You have been listening to Born Yesterday featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 